Alrighty, everybody, we are back, which is good. And we get to today talk about an experience that we had yesterday. Because if you don't know a team, I have this picture in the background now, but if there's a team by the name of the High Point Rockers that we were able to have an experience with, which was absolutely incredible. And if you know the Rockers in any way, shape, or form, they are in what's known as the Independent League, right? The Atlantic League. And they are technically separated from the MLB, although they have a partnership with the MLB organization where they get to really help enhance experiences, not only for themselves, but for families, co-workers, and the players, essentially. Because what happens is the MLB relies on them to test rules, and if certain rules work, it goes into the minor league system, right? So it goes into the single A clubs. If it works in the single A, it goes to double A. From there, if it proceeds to work, it goes into the triple A system. And if it is successful in the triple A system, then the MLB will assess the rules again that worked, assess the rules that did not work. And upon final approval, the rules that worked will then make its way into Major League Baseball. And so that's really kind of the cool thing is that, you know, if you go to an independent league baseball team, if you go to a game, right, like the Rockers, there's a lot of other teams along the East Coast. You know, there's a major team up in Long Island called the Long Island Ducks. You know, there's, well, there's a lot of teams, essentially, which is good, right? And so, you know, if it goes to one of these games, you know, it's essentially a lot of fun because right because it provides the right experience for everybody who does go right and it's affordable you know and i know let's just use the red sox example it's a lot of fun to go to a red sox game but it's you know gonna cost 60 dollars for a ticket and then you know you gotta try to travel in travel in depending on where you go if you take the t in it's gonna be like 10 15 dollars and then you know you gotta get dinner somewhere so whether you get dinner beforehand or you get dinner in the ballpark, it's going to be expensive either way. So at the end of the day, you're probably talking a couple hundred dollars to get to a Red Sox game. Whereas when I went, it was myself, three other guys. We got four tickets, literally $58 maximum with tax and everything. Right, $58. Then we went and, you know, dinner was around 17 so, all in all, bringing four guys to a game and me individually getting dinner was still way less than $100. So, I mean, that's just another perk of it. And plus, like I said, you get to see history in the making because you get to see rules that work and don't work. And so we went to the game yesterday, 635 first pitch. And, you know, if you know the Rockers by any chance, they, the Rockers opened up in 2019. They were originally in Bridgeport, Connecticut, and they then moved to the city of High Point. So they have the brand new stadium, city there at stadium where the entirety of the field is turf. So the grass, as you can see, if you're watching on the video, the entire field is turf. The grass turf, sand turf, and it's built to be designed as an all around stadium, right? So it's a multi-purpose arena where obviously baseball is only seasonal, 
And so how can you really create a space that can you be used 365 days a year? And, you know, when the city and other board leaders were really designing the stadium, right, they had that question in mind where, you know, our intention is how can we have an event here literally every single day? And that's that's a good thing about this facility, right? And so that's a big reason why also the field is all turf is because, you know, saving a lot of money for the grounds crew, right? You don't need to hire anybody to take care of the field, really, unless there's, you know, something significantly wrong with, like, the turf or, you know, the irrigation system or something. But, I mean, you don't need to cut the grass. You don't need to fertilize the grass. You don't need to water it. You don't need to take care of the sand, right? It just saves so much time, so much financial stress, you know, so many financial obligations. Because that's the thing with the lawn, right? If one little thing goes wrong with the grass, boom, game over. And so, um, so that's, you know, a quick side note to mention about that. So we went to the game, 635 first pitch, and the Rockers are currently a game and a half at least above the wild card spot now. So they're currently uh, they're currently in the wild card. So technically still in the playoffs. And as long as they don't go on a major losing streak over the next couple weeks, then they're in the playoffs. And, you know, the Rockers have made it into the playoffs before, but unfortunately last season they barely missed it. And this year, this year we're planning on making it, right? It, we want to make it. We have to make it. You know, push for the playoffs is officially here. And now, you know, since we've already made the playoffs before in the short history here in High Point, we want to make sure we get in. So, you know, as long as we don't go on a major eight-game losing streak over the next couple of weeks, then we're in, right? And then we have to play into the whole playoff bracket and everything. So we went to the game yesterday, and as soon as we walked in, we got a bobblehead, right? Their, their mascot is a horse. Hype the horse. And the name Rockers ties into the whole, like, furniture industry here in the city, which is cool. Neat little tie-in for that. And the way the game went is, you know, we walked in, grabbed dinner. And again, like I said, my three buddies and I, we had front front row seats for $13 each, right? So, here, let's officially do the math so I give you the right number. So, 13 times 4 is, yeah, 52, and then we had a few dollars for tax. So, where are you going to get that, right? You're not going to get that in the Yankee Stadium. You're not going to get that at the Red Sox Stadium at Fenway Park, right? And so, that's the craziest thing is that Front row seats, 13 bucks each. Bingo, bango, bongo. Nice and easy, easy peasy. And so we sat down, had the entire, you know, pregame ceremony and everything. And what was neat is that you can definitely felt you can definitely feel the energy in those games, especially now that we're we're starting to wrap up that season. We have the playoffs in sight. And so people were into it from first pitch the last out like um and especially since pretty quickly you know in the first several innings we were down four to one and so you know we all knew a win was going to be big and we all knew that every win 
means something, right? One loss might turn into two losses, and every loss is going to be significant at this point, right? It's really going to have a lot of weight behind it. And, you know, it's one of those things where we were all looking at each other, and people started leaving, too. A couple of people left. They're like, we're going to lose. We're going to lose. We're not going to make the playoffs. And I told all these folks, I'm like, no, you got to stay. You got to stay. It's literally the fifth inning. So many things can happen in a four-inning span. And guess what? Like, so many things did, right? The 4-1 score very quickly turned into 4-3. And then in the eighth inning, we got caught in a double play where the second baseman was able to make a jumping catch for the ball. And then the runner on second obviously left the bag because he thought it was going to be over the head. And then the second baseman was able to tag up on second, which kind of made things interesting because when it's top into the top of the ninth, got out of a jam, was able to let up no runs. So still, again, 4-3. And then all of a sudden, bottom of the ninth, we start walking guys, right? So we have runners fill up on base pretty quickly. And then eventually, all of a sudden, before you know it, base is loaded. Bottom of the ninth, no outs. Okay, so then that 4-3 score turned into 4-4. We're like, okay, awesome. We still have numerous guys on base, so let's not go to extra innings because it'd be great to end it right now. And then um, then one of our batters, it was actually cool enough because one of our batters was able to ground the ball. He got out, but the runner on third was able to go in off that single, which is surprising because it was surprising that the pitcher, well, no, the ball went to the third baseman. He, he didn't throw it at home. He should have threw it home, honestly. But you know what? At the end of the day, it's okay because the York Revolution lost. The Rockers won it 5-4 to four in a ninth inning comeback. And honestly, it was awesome because one thing I need you to listen to right now is how electric that stadium was, right? You can feel it, like I said earlier, just the, the energy of all. It was huge. And so listen in on this little snippet that I was able to get last night during the game. Done. Game's over. So if you could hear that, that was the crowd last night as we came back and won it in the bottom of the ninth inning, five to four, and it was a good, it was a good way to end it, right? And so the series against the York Revolution is going to be finishing up today, as we speak. They should be slowly starting to get ready for the game here, and you know it'd be nice to get that sweep. A sweep will be good. But all in all, the series has been won officially, right? Because they already had two games. If they lose it today, that would kind of stink. But a series win is a series win. So, you know, after consideration, I think there's going to be a lot more focus from us on the Rockers themselves. You know, I know I have a few connections over there. So we're going to try to see if we can form more of a media connection with them. Let me know your thoughts on that. Good idea? I think so.